This is a Federal News Network podcast. Like so many people with new jobs, this year's crop of summer government interns can't go to work in the regular sense, not with pandemic having mostly cleared out federal offices. To get a sense of what the intern experience is like, we've got two of them for you. Sarah Stevens and Joshua Vogue are working for the state and transportation departments this summer under the auspices of the Fund for American Studies, and they join me now. And Sarah, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're in college, and what you're doing for State Department this summer. Hi, I'm Sarah. I am a rising junior at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I am a global studies in peace, war, and defense major, and I just recently did an internship at the State Department under the Office of Central European Affairs. Okay, and uh, Joshua, tell us about you. I'm a rising senior at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. I'm majoring in history. This summer, I interned at the uh, Maritime Administration in the Department of Transportation. All right, Sarah, what was it like? I mean, the State Department has that beautiful headquarters and foggy bottom and lots of people running around clicking their heels in the lobby there. It's quite a place. How did this operate? How did you manage to work with State? So the internship became virtual as in instead of having to work at D.C., I actually... Me and the other interns were working from home on projects, and we also had a video call every week with our supervisor. So once a week, you could see the supervisor, but otherwise you worked on your own? Yes. Of course, there was email communication back and forth between the other interns, but it was mostly individual projects. But did you have someone in State Department you were working with that you could email or talk to, or was it some kind of a collaboration with State, or did you work just on a project separate from the daily operations of the department itself? The projects were more long-term. For example, we were tracking when different elections were happening in Central European countries, so they weren't urgent. But we did have a little more urgent projects in that we were supposed to listen in on different think tank events, and so those were middle more urgent. It was just a combination between the two. And what was the output they were asking of you, reports or papers or that kind of thing? Yeah, there were both reports and papers, yes. And so those you would email in and then get some feedback from your counterpart at the State Department? Yes. All right. And did it work out pretty well, would you say? Yeah, it was a great experience. All right. And Joshua, you spent a summer internship with the Maritime Administration, which is in Washington. I guess it's near the Navy Yard. Tell us what you were interested in and how did that relate as a history major, first of all? So this is my second summer during the Fund for American Studies program. And when I was in D.C. last summer, I realized how much of a need there is for the research skills that one develops with a history major. And I wanted to apply that to policy research. I was able to uh, get this internship with the Maritime Administration. And there were two research assignments that they had me do. One was for the um, Committee on Maritime Transportation Services, CMTS. And what they wanted was a paper with technologies that they could look into to deal with the COVID-19 crisis in the maritime industry. And then there was a very similar project that the um, advisory committee for the maritime administration wanted a uh, paper containing emerging technologies for further research when their committee considers that. And so you came up with 
papers and position documents, I guess, on these technologies on the COVID effect. By the way, what was the effect of the pandemic on the maritime enterprise? So with the um, U.S. flagships, there were the obvious concerns of how do we keep our U.S. crews safe and how do we allow them to be able to disembark their ships without there being the risk of the pandemic spreading. There's also things of what technology could reduce person-to-person contact rather than be looking into how we could virtually inspect ships, how we could um, do the bill of lading system electronically, and similar concepts. Got it. We're speaking with Joshua Vogue. He's an intern or just completed an internship at the Transportation Department and Sarah Stevens at the State Department. And Sarah, was your counterpart that you were working with also teleworking? They weren't going into a State Department office either, were they? Yes, they were teleworking. So did you get the sense that you missed something by not being in the daily bureaucracy and hearing the, well, I don't know, they still have telexes and fax machines at the State Department. But you get the idea. There's crowds there and people working together. Did you miss that? Well, I definitely miss the physical element of being in D.C., but... I also met everybody else in the Office of Central European Affairs and something my supervisor would do would she would bring different people in different departments on our weekly meeting calls so we could ask them questions. So she really tried to bring more of a community feel into it. So you did have regular contact in the same way we are right now, which is on a video conferencing recording type of setup. Yes. And Joshua, how about you? Similar idea? Did you check in weekly or how often were you in contact with people at Maritime? There was a group of three or four people who I worked with slash for who I met on a weekly basis. And then throughout the week, I would meet with them individually for um, individual comments or edits that they may have had with the documents I've been working on. And then for both of the documents I worked on, there were then these uh, meetings that I had a chance to present these documents to at the end of my internship. And the people you were dealing with were also working virtually? Yes. Once it was clear that some people could return to the building that the DOT is housed in, there were a few people who would pop in every now and then there, but almost everyone was working from home. Okay, and over the decades, the academic year seems to have shifted earlier and earlier, so people go back to college now in August. So, Sarah, as you head back to UNC Chapel Hill, will you be going there? Will you be working from home? How's that going to work for the rest of your collegiate experience this coming semester? Yes, I will be going back. Even though all my classes are online, I still will be going back to school. Okay, and I guess with social distancing and there's lots of measures, I imagine, they've imposed on the campuses. Yes. So I am living in an apartment this year, so I do not know much about the dorm situation. But, for example, um, in order for social distancing, they're making the changing time between classes longer, which isn't exactly a problem for me right now. But, yes, there are going to be more social distancing rules. And Joshua, what's your situation? Well, you're a rising senior, so you've got one year left at Nebraska. So several of the classes I'll be taking this semester are classes that, by their nature, have to be taken either in a lab or on campus somewhere. And so some of the things that the University of Nebraska Omaha will be doing is having people sit every other seat. The university is providing all students to masks, so that way we can have a mask that we're always wearing. And then... um, 
large events such as voting events, I think they're still debating how they could safely do that. Well, this will be a summer for the memory books. Joshua Vogue is an intern at the Transportation Department headed back to the University of Nebraska. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And Sarah Stevens, a rising junior at UNC Chapel Hill and recently completed an internship at the State Department. Sarah, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. And both thanks to the Fund for American Studies. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.